WVOW Local News, now. Man accused of hiding a woman's body in a freezer in Cross Lanes, sentenced Thursday. I'm Aaron Stone. According to the Kanawha County Prosecuting Attorney's Office, Arnold Hiller was accused of helping hide the body of 71-year-old Cynthia Mudd of Cross Lanes. She was found dead in a freezer last August. Criminal complaints said a Hiller used Mudd's credit card on four separate occasions in August, withdrawing $1,100 from a convenience store ATM. Hiller was sentenced to one to five years in a correctional facility for concealment of the dead body. Now, according to the prosecutor's office, another man accused of hiding Mudd's body, 44-year-old Samuel May, pleaded to second-degree murder. May admitted to killing Mudd, but said he could not provide more details because he blacked out. That's according to court records. May was indicted on first-degree murder, concealment of a deceased human body, and fraud as well as other charges. He pleaded not guilty to those charges in December. Since then, he's pleaded guilty to second-degree murder charges Monday. His other charges were dismissed. Sentencing is set for August 2nd at 1 o'clock. State's recommending a 40-year prison sentence. WVOW Logan. Don't let aches and pains put you on the sidelines. Lingering pain from aging or injuries can impair your ability to move and take the fun out of everyday activities. Let Logan Regional Medical Center get you back in the game. Take a joint pain assessment at loganregionalmedicalcenter.com slash orthopedics to find out how we can help alleviate pain, increase mobility and range of motion, and get you back to living your life to its fullest. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well, live well, that's why we're here. Half Hill McCoy Trail offering a free day on the trails this Tuesday. Free Trail Day is in celebration of West Virginia Day. This year marks 160 years of statehood for the Mountain State. West Virginia Day trail passes are only valid for this Tuesday, June 20th, and available to residents with a valid West Virginia driver's license or state-issued ID, and only at trailhead locations, the Hatfield-McCoy Welcome Center or Country Roads Visitor Center. West Virginia Day passes are not available at local retailers. Hatfield-McCoy regulations still apply for all riders. Logan County Board of Education begins its food service program this month. Kayla Markham with more. Certain areas will be open to children 18 and younger throughout the summer who are in need of a meal. Meals will be served at Buffalo Creek Memorial Library, Chapmanville Regional High School, Logan Grade, Logan High School, Mallory VBS, and Man Middle. You can see a full schedule now at WVOWradio.com. No meals will be served on July 4th. For more information, call the Logan County Board of Education Office of Child Nutrition at 304-792-2060 extension 3001 or 3002. The Class AA All-State Baseball List and the Class Single A All-State Baseball List by the West Virginia Sports Writers Association has been released. Several players from the Coalfields were named in both. You can see that now at WVOWradio.com. I'm Kayla Markham. Huntington police said that 33-year-old Courtney Hardy was arraigned on charges of leaving the scene of a crash involving a death. Hardy was allegedly driving the vehicle that struck 30-year-old Taylor Boycook of Milton. This was around 2 o'clock Tuesday morning near 30th Street and 5th Avenue. She died on the scene. Concerns were raised regarding a February mine incident in Mingo County at a recent meeting of the Coal Mine Health and Safety Board. 73-year-old Billy Mapes, a dozer operator, was killed at Appalachian Resource West Virginia LLC's Grapevine East Surface Mine near Thacker on February 26th. The West Virginia Office of Miners Health, Safety, and Training issued three violations to Appalachian Resource West Virginia on Thursday of last week. 
nearly three months after the incident. Questions were raised at the meeting of the Health and Safety Board as to why stronger and swifter penalties were not issued against the mine. State Service Mine Inspector Kelly Blair reported he was trying to give the mine time to submit records he had requested, including written records of pre-shift and on-shift examinations for 11 dates from October of 2022 through February this year. At the time of the meeting, those records still had not been submitted. According to reports, in the incident, Mapes was working as an independent contractor operating a dozer to move rocks on a haul road with a slip that wasn't burned. Last week, the Office of Miners Health, Safety, and Training issued Appalachian Resource West Virginia violations for not providing a written report on Mapes' death or training records as required by state code. The mine is controlled by Appalachian Resource Company, LLC. State School Building Authority handed out two rounds of funding totaling close to $16 million during a meeting Monday this week. The SBA annually selects projects for funding submitted by multi-county technical education centers and projects under the agency's major improvement project category. Wayne County School was among the recipients for the money granted last Monday. In Wayne County, Wayne Elementary was granted $1 million for the addition of the pre-K classroom. More county school systems from across the state are scheduled to present their needs projects to the SBA in November or December. After more than a half century of teaching, a Logan High School teacher retired this year. Johnny Gobby, a local pastor, teacher, and leader of the prayer club at Logan High School, retired from Logan High School after 51 years of teaching. Gobby began his time at Logan High School in 1972, Friends, family members, students, and former students, as well as community members, gathered early Friday morning a week ago to wish God be well in his new chapter of life. He will continue to pastor at the Stryker Bible Church. Municipal elections in Chapmanville and Mann concluded Tuesday evening this week. In Mann, Mayor John Fecky was elected to a four-year term, defeating two other opponents with 85% of the vote in a three-way contest. Faculty was appointed to the mayor's seat earlier this year following the resignation of the previous mayor, Jim Blevins. Faculty received 186 votes, followed by Anthony Hudgens with 31 votes and Vincent Mountain Man Doherty receiving only one vote. Cindy Mead was unopposed for recorder in man, received 185 votes. Five-member council was unopposed with William Joey Corns receiving 177 votes, followed by Jim Blevins with 144 votes, Britt Gibson with 141, Jack White with 140, and David Brooks with 129 votes. Meanwhile, in Chapmanville, a dozen or so residents and candidates gathered outside the Tracy Vickers Community Center for the results of the contested race of mayor to be decided between current mayor Joel McNeely and councilwoman Robin Adams Mutters. With 63% of the vote, Joel McNeely won election to his first complete term as mayor. Mr. McNeely was elevated to mayor from the council after the passing of previous mayor Ramey Barker, who died in 2020. Ms. Mutters received 71 votes, or about 37% of the unofficial tally. She said she will continue to work to better Chapmanville. I love my town, and I will still be here. I will still be active. I'll still do whatever I can do for my town, and I'll help out Mayor McNeely. And any McNeely thanked his supporters and said he plans to continue the work he's already started. Thank you for the support, the confidence, and I promise to continue on with what I've been doing. Uh, I really... I really love this little town, and uh, I'm just I'm just happy, and uh, I hope that some of the programs that I've started, I'll be able to continue. The race for council in Chapmanville was decided on the top five vote tallies. 
George Cook pulled the largest vote total with 135 votes. Second place went to Brookie Hensley Craddock with 118 votes, followed by Doc Williams with 98 votes, Benjamin Desrocher with 95, and Harry Freeman with 89 votes. Judy Ann Vance received 76 votes and claimed Shepard 52 votes. They finished 6th and 7th in the field. The results are unofficial until after the canvas. Logan High School teacher recognized as the Teacher of the Year for her 30-year career and unwavering dedication to the craft and students. Logan High School's Cynthia Uten recognized Tuesday evening during a regular session meeting of the Logan County Board of Education. School Superintendent Jeff Huffman presented Uten with the Logan County School's Excellence in Education Award. The award recognizes her exemplary performance as a classroom teacher and her conscientious and dedicated efforts toward achieving excellence in education. I think this one's the most impressive. When asked, her students, people that matter, right? Right. Her students say she is wise, non-judgmental, fair, reliable, and a teacher who cares about the whole person. They consider her a mother figure. Mrs. Ooten said it's an honor to be a county's teacher of the year, but she said the honor is only possible because of the great teachers that greeted her when she first came to Logan High School. Ooten paid tribute to some of the teachers that impacted her career when it was first starting. To be given this honor, you know, having worked with some awesome people, it truly is an honor. And 30 years ago, Logan County, Logan High School, a chance on a fresh baby right out of Marshall University, this a newbie. Didn't really know what she was doing. She thought she did, but she was smart enough to know that she needed to watch and listen and learn from some of the best. And she watched as Damon Spurlock and Jean Farrell uh, worked with efficiency. She watched as Elizabeth Thompson set rules and procedures that set clear expectations. She watched as Linda Mendez and Martha Daniel uh, treated everyone with grace, and our Brenda Baxter treated everyone with kindness. No matter how many people walked into that secretary's office on any given day, you would have thought you were the first one. She watched as the ladies from the business department, specifically Barbara Vance and Edith Meadows, answered every question that first-year graduate had with patience and understanding, uh, and I had a lot of them. This is such an honor, but what I appreciate the most, I think, is the education that I received at the hands of excellent educators in Logan County um, over the course of 30 years. It's been great. Thank you. Cynthia Uden has taught 10th grade English, AP English Language, AP English Literature, and Yearbook during her career at Logan High School. Governor Justice awarded more than $5 million in West Virginia Community Corrections grant program funds to 30 projects. Logan County was among those recipients of the money. Logan County Commission received $475,000 to continue operation of a community corrections program in Logan, Boone, Lincoln, and Mingo counties. West Virginia Community Corrections Grant Program is intended to assist local communities in establishing and continuing operation of community corrections programs. These funds are administered by the Justice and Community Services Section of the West Virginia Division of Administrative Services. A masked vigilante is allegedly responsible for halting a burglary Thursday night in Kanawha County. Kanawha County deputies were called to a hunting cabin on Crouch Hollow Road near Charleston. They arrived to find four individuals on the ground with their hands bound behind their backs. Tires on their pickup truck and ATV flat. 
Inside the vehicle, deputies said they found a number of items that had been reportedly swiped from the cabin. Owner tells investigators that the cabin has been a target of thieves on several occasions. A lot of expensive gear and items have been taken with those heists. The suspect tells police a masked man subdued them. Deputies have determined it was not the cabin owner. The vigilante's identity is currently unknown. Suspects are 36-year-old Elizabeth Littlejohn of Malden, 50-year-old James McDaniel Jr. of Charleston, 56-year-old Timothy Justice of Milton, 38-year-old Jason Beaker of Charleston, all face breaking and entering charges. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Today, the scattered showers and storms will diminish, especially toward the late afternoon and evening. Then we'll clear out. Coming down from temperatures around 79 to a low in the mid-50s, so that feels refreshingly cool. Saturday, beautiful day, lots of sunshine. Your high temperature right around 80 or so. Sunday, we'll look for a couple of scattered showers and storms in the afternoon, partly cloudy until then, and warmer, the highs near 84. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. 